0: Welcome, friends, to another R slash I don't work your lady video. You know something that works here really well? Hitting those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Cartero Biggs. I thought you didn't need me anymore. Many years ago, I was still in college after coming out of the USMC and worked for a small commercial remodeling company as a site supervisor. Part of my duties was a daily report on manpower, production, daily events, etc. I've always been one to go one step further. And my reports, according to the production manager, didn't need to be so detailed. Just the nuts and bolts, not the whole assembly, he'd say. Well, I kept a detailed log, and in it I kept a description of every call, email, conversation, and change order, right down to material, hours, and manpower. This was more for my reference than it was to document for my job. I used my own laptop on my projects, and everything in it belonged to me not the company. Throughout the project, there were many change orders that added around $90,000 to the project, Change orders were presented to and signed by the client and turned in. We still finished on time with the original schedule. I forgot to mention that this was an educational facility and all work had to be performed from 6pm to 4am. So there was zero office support because everyone else was at home sleeping for most of it. So I was on my own and this caused a rift between myself and the grossly incompetent project manager. I've never been quiet about grievances. At the end of this project, I was told that I wouldn't be needed any longer, given my final paycheck and sent on my way. Roughly three months later, I get a call from the project manager asking if I had notes or more documentation on the change orders from that project, and I confirmed that I did. He asked me if I could find time to sit in a meeting with him, the owner of the company, and members of the board of regents to verify the change orders, because they were balking at the added charges. He offered my previous pay scale, $27 an hour to do this, to which I balked and counted with double, including my drive time to and from, plus gas. He balked. He proceeded to scream into the phone, and I hung up. He called back and began screaming again, and I simply said, triple, and hung up. He called back again and told me that he knew who I was working for and would make sure he got me fired. I was doing piecework framing and drywall on my own. I worked for me. LSS, the owner called and talked to me. We agreed on a fair price, and that the project manager wouldn't be involved whatsoever with the meeting. I didn't want to see or hear him. He agreed, told me the date of the meeting, and agreed to send over a contract, but never did. I didn't answer any of the many calls that came in on the day of the meeting. Still don't know if they worked it out, but I know that project manager left shortly after and the owner is a superintendent for one of our competitors. If a company comes up to you and basically says, you're redundant, you're out, go home after you finish this work, are you going to take everything home with you, and if they come crying back, asking for some of that info you took with you, would you ask for double your salary for the time elapsed, triple it, maybe just one big lump sum, like, give me 500 bucks? Or would you rather just give them the total cold shoulder and let them just kind of flounder? Let me know what you would do in the comments down below. Our next story is by Rolled Inkles. I am not a mac and cheese restaurant. So a local mac and cheese restaurant slash pub either used to have my current cell number or has their current number typoed somewhere online. I've received two calls in 10 days asking, is this restaurant name? Today, when I said, no, this is my personal number, the lady goes, well, are you the owner? I told her no and that if you google the restaurant name, you can find the number. She proceeds to tell me that it's listed as the downtown location number. I don't know where because I looked it up, still not close to my number. If it becomes more frequent, people get rude or if someone wakes up my 4 month old calling me about this place... I'm going to lose my goodwill and patience, I've already tried calling the restaurant last time to see if we could get this fixed, but I think I just confused the poor person working their front of house and phone line. You would definitely have to wonder, in this situation, is it like a typo, or do they have a pamphlet or an online listing that did typo the number? I guess really the only way you could find a solution is either straight up changing your number or finding out how they're getting your number to begin with. I don't think it really does anything to call this restaurant and complain if you don't know where to direct them to the incorrect number. This next story is by Sunda Kalugo Toffee, just a creepy dude. This happened a long time ago but it's funny so I thought I would share. I was waiting at a traffic light one day when some young woman hopped right into the back seat of my car. She tells me where she wants to go and then proceeds to just blather on talking a mile a minute. The police was not far, just a couple blocks and frankly she was as cute as could be. One of those personalities where you just know in a hot minute she's a fun person. So I decide what the heck and I drive. I swear I don't think she stopped to take a breath the whole way there. I'm not even sure what she was talking about, but it was fun listening. As we got close, I even slowed down some so I could be sure to hear her whole story. I stopped. As she got out, she asked me how much it was. I smiled and said, Oh, I'm not an Uber. I'm just some creepy dude whose car you jumped into. Suddenly, she had nothing to say. Her face turned red as her hair. I said, Have a nice day and drove off. Well, that's definitely one of those memories that, late at night, laying in the bed, staring at the ceiling, you think about the time you accidentally jumped in a total stranger's car and they took off driving. At least it wasn't a bad thing for the random stranger. Plus, they got a free trip out of it, so that's pretty nice, right? Our next story is by Auto Doge Kevin. Foreigner racist Karen and her kid thought I'm an employee just because I'm an Asian guy in Bali. This happened about two weeks ago, before the new year, I think 26 or 27 December, when I was on vacation in Bali. Before you guys ask, I'm a Chinese descent Indonesian guy from Jakarta, the capital of Indonesia. So, I don't even look like a local. Also, disclaimer even though tourism is allowed, wearing a mask every time, both indoor and outdoor, social distancing, etc., is still compulsory except where you're eating in the country, and a 14-day quarantine if you're a foreigner wanting to visit. So most foreigners here are the ones who are already working or living in the country or stuck due to COVID travel restriction. I was accompanying my mom and grandma at H&M buying clothes since they were having a discount there. Not long after, this Australian kid, about 10 years old and her mother, early 30s, came to the store without wearing their mask. The mall security told them to wear it but they were being a Karen and scolded the security mall but finally wore them after the security said he'll need to kick them out of the building and call the cops. But after they went into the store, the kid immediately removed his mask and came to me and started asking me, where's the kid size? I was like, what? And they said, do you have a kid size? I was confused since I'm not even a local from the area and just told him, I'm not an employee here." The kid looks at me confused and left. I continued looking for clothes with my mom and grandma. Not long after, about 2 minutes later, the kid came back with his mom and she was kinda pissed and asked me with a little high pitched noise and asking again, Do you have a kid sized t-shirt for my son? You're an employee here and you should help your customer. I was like, ma'am, I don't work here, I'm a local tourist. The employees are the ones wearing a black shirt with black pants. And then she just said, whatever, I thought because you're Asian, you're an employee and goes away to the cashier to ask for people who work at the shop. I'm wearing a Martini Porsche polo shirt at the time and the employees were wearing black shirts, pants and formal shoes. And then when my mom finished and I paid at the cashier, I asked about the foreigner kid and lady there. It turns out the cashier is the manager of the place and told me he's sorry for the incident because they don't have enough employees to serve all the customers at once due to COVID cutting spending because the lockdown didn't allow foreign tourists and it hurt the local economy. And he said the foreigner lady and her kid was an Australian who came to Bali shortly before the lockdown and couldn't get home. Quite funny when I already said I'm not an employee and wear different clothes than the employees, that I still need to serve them because I'm a local according to that lady, and got mad when I said that. I don't know if I'm just expecting too much, but it kind of surprises me that people from places like Australia or other countries that even make the trip to visit a place like Bali end up being so uncompromisingly racist. I guess I just feel like if you're going to make a trip to some place that's very much not a nearby trip i know bali isn't like crazy far from australia or anything but you'd think they'd have a little bit more respect for the people of the area this next story is by BMY Solo 17 i wasted a karen's time and maybe broke her brain so this happened last thursday i was at home depot getting jumper cables i was wearing a blue shirt so no idea why this karen thought i worked there but ours is not to reason why I'm looking around for jumper cables, my brain kind of in low power mode. When I hear, tell me where the fuses are, I do a half turn and say, uh, what? This woman about mid-50s yells at me, speak English, you insert Mexican slur here. Keep in mind, I'm white, like super white, but ours is not the reason why. So I admit to having some voice acting skills and a twisted sense of humor, so I answered her in a Mexican accent that was maybe one step above Speedy Gonzalez. In my defense, I didn't have time to prepare a better voice. I say, oh, sorry, and then in Spanish, eat my eggplant, and back in English, how can I help you? Where are the fuses? I need them for my house. I say, are the fuses for your house or your car? She says, I just said they're for my house. I say, okay, I can show you. and then led this woman around the store. As a rule, Home Depot is huge. I would get to one aisle, look around, say something like, oh, they must have moved them. They must be over there. Good thing I was wearing a mask to hide my poop-eating grin. After maybe 10 or 12 minutes of this, she finally calls me out, saying how I'm the worst, most ignorant employee here. And to be fair, she had a point. She then of course demanded to talk to a manager. I said he's at the front desk, but I come with her because I have to keep helping customers. She says, where's your name tag? I'm going to get you fired. I say, oh no, I forgot my name tag. Milamo Miguel with a Y. She stormed off. I almost forgot to get jumper cables before I left. I did get them, then headed to the self-checkout. When I get to the checkout, Karen's still yelling at the front desk. I'm barely keeping together as she yells about Miguel with a Y. Karen sees me and points, that's him, Miguel with a Y, fire him now. Then the best part, the manager starts to reprimand me. I mean, how bad is the employee turnover that he doesn't know someone does not work there? I then answer in my normal flat midwest white guy voice, sorry, what's this about? I don't work here and just came in for jumper cables. The manager looks confused, didn't really say anything. Her brain just kind of stopped, I guess. Karen hears my voice, starts screaming not even real words, did an angry Karen dance. I managed to not bust out laughing, which I think means I should get an Oscar or something. I buy the cables, say to no one really, wow this never happens at Lowe's and walk out. I'm just imagining this Karen hearing OP break out their midwest white guy voice and putting on a look like somebody's finally unplugged them from the matrix. All they see is a twisted reality of what they thought was real and then just start screaming Karen sounds and flailing around like a chicken. This next story is by Fantastic Claim 2432 I don't work here good ending. There's this adidas outlet that's pretty close to my house. I used to get a lot of my soccer gear there and just look around for any good deals but since it was pretty small, anything was usually already gone or not in my size. Anyways, the store gets pretty busy around the holidays since that's when all the good sales happen. Obviously, I and many others go into the outlet trying to buy some clothes. The sale at that time was 50% off the whole store, but a lot of the items on the wall aren't included for the discounts normally. So I double checked with one of the employees if the items on the wall were on sale and they said yes. Honestly, that was like music to my ears. So I'm just looking around for a present with some soccer gear in my hands when I get a light tap on my shoulder and I hear a faint, um, excuse me? I turn around and see a man and his friend looking at me and they ask me if everything on the wall was on sale. So I respond with, yeah, everything on the wall's on sale, but you should probably double check with an employee. And unsurprisingly, they acted like an actual human being, just surprised and slightly embarrassed that they were wrong about me being an employee. They apologized and left. No, I'm gonna get your manager shenanigans or threatening to get me fired. I don't know why I get mistaken for being an employee. I don't even wear Adidas that often. But I guess I just seem like I work there since it's happened 4 or 5 times since then. But I usually just tell them I don't work here and they go find an actual one. Honestly I should probably just work there so I can actually make money if I do end up helping some of the other customers out. Hey, maybe walk right up to the cashier and say, I'd like the employee discount, please. What do you gotta lose? Apparently, everybody thinks you work there. And our final story of the day is by Dive Kite Cat, mistaken as Borders employee despite sitting down and reading. I was reading a book on a bench in Borders Bookstore in my all black restaurant uniform. Some lady interrupted me with attitude to tell me some young man had asked me a question and I wasn't listening. I look over at the man as the snotty woman looks on. He asks me where such and such book is. I realize what's going on and tell him, I don't work here, give the lady a scathing look and go back to reading. Not sure how sitting and reading gave the impression I was working, but then this lady gave me an affronted look and said, well how was I supposed to know? Like it was my fault I wasn't an employee. I think one of the things we've learned from this sub is some people are just beyond helping as far as either helping them understand the reality of the situation or expecting them to ever take accountability for anything. This Karen could probably go and run somebody over and then complain that they walked underneath their car. Well, what are you doing down there? How was I supposed to know you'd end up under there?